Hello and welcome to the 7-Minute Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast, where we believe that even small kingdom leadership truths can make a substantial difference in our lives and leadership. For the notes, please go to outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed for the free downloads. If you find this content helpful, then please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing this on whichever podcast platform you use, as this makes it easier for others to find. And if it's helpful to you, why not share it and discuss it with your leadership teams? Now, here is this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast, where we are doing a three-part series on self-leadership. And uh, remember, I've defined leadership as leadership is intentionality, doing things on purpose or with conviction. Now, here's the big idea. If uh, you can't lead yourself, then how are you going to lead others? And in fact, as John Maxwell said, the hardest person in the world to lead is yourself. So we're going to be looking at uh, part two of the series today. Last week, we looked at attitude. And that comes from a, a beautiful passage that Paul was speaking about his own leadership in his life. And it comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 to 20. Where Paul said, don't you realize that in a race everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. And remember last week, that was the key little phrase we used when we looked at a leader, self-leadership attitude, running to win. What does that mean? And uh, if you missed last week's, I would encourage you to go back, listen to it so that uh, it makes sense in part two today. Verse 25 said, all athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. Don't you love that? Every step. There's that intentionality that I was talking about. I'm not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete. And part three next week, we're going to be looking more carefully at the discipline, that aspect of self-leadership as we discipline ourselves. So he says, I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. So what we're going to be looking at today, part two of this series, is vision, personal vision. I love the way Paul said it, but we do it for an eternal prize. In other words, Paul was looking beyond the now. He was looking beyond a temporary prize. He was looking for something eternal. He had his eyes on the future, eyes on eternity, and that's what motivated him. Now, vision for a leader is crucial. In fact, it's like, it's like oxygen is to the body. We just can't live without it. Leaders are people of vision, and people are drawn to vision. We need vision. Vision inspires. In fact, I love the old Proverbs in uh, Proverbs 29 verse 18 from the King James Version. It says, where there's no vision, the people perish. Isn't that amazing? That's how powerful vision. If there's no vision, the people perish. Something dies inside of us when there's no big why, when there's no big purpose. And on the flip side, something comes alive inside of us when there is clearly defined vision, when we know exactly why we're doing what we're doing. Two things. I just want to focus on from that verse for a moment. And the first is that word vision is translated in some translations of the Bible. It speaks about a revelation or divine revelation where there's no revelation or where there's no divine revelation, people perish. So we're not just talking about a nice goal up on the week. We're talking about the revelation of God's divine purpose for your life. And I love the way some translations speak about uh, uh, the uncovering, the divine revelation. In other words, God has to prophetically uncover his vision 
and he will if we seek him. And that's the challenge in terms of self-leadership, to do the exercise. And it's a, it's a continual one of asking God to uncover more of his divine revelation, his plans and purposes for your life. That process of finding God's vision for your life or church or organization can take a while, but it is so worth it and a crucial part of self-leadership. Second thing I want to focus on that verse quickly is it says that people perish without vision. And I mean, that just shows just how crucial vision is. And our job as leaders is to supply it. It starts with personal vision. And our job as leaders is to continually remind people of the vision to keep them on track. Now, once again, different translations use different words there. Some speak about for lack of vision, people cast off restraint. One translation even said for lack of vision, people are running naked. In other words, what it's basically saying is when vision dies, so does self-discipline people cast off restraint running naked in other words this is a crucial link and we're going to be focusing on this next week actually self-discipline is never the problem vision is the problem when vision goes self-discipline goes on the flip side as our vision grows so self-discipline grows as well that's the big idea and we're going to be looking in a little bit more detail at that next week. So what's important to know here, self-discipline is a product of vision. Now, one more scripture that I want to uh, just read out before we look at some practical application steps. In Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 2 from the NLT, it says, We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Isn't that beautiful? But the question is, if we fulfill this verse of scripture, if we did what the Bible said, then we should be keeping our eyes on Jesus. So sometimes I ask people, well, what is your vision? Well, if we're doing what the Bible says and our eyes are fixed on Jesus, then surely Jesus should be our vision in everything he's the champion who initiates and perfects our faith now what that really means is that whatever your organization whatever your ministry whatever you focusing on life if it is not connected to the revelation of Jesus then it's not going to carry the power of faith and the power of God's anointing behind it so as we're seeking after God's vision for our life, the answer is going to be found in the revelation of Jesus himself. Jesus is our vision of perfection, of maturity, of victory. It must be Christ himself. So here's the challenge, and uh, I want to leave you with this. Do you have a vision, God's vision, for your life? Think about that for a moment. If, if I sat down with you and I said, what's God's vision for your life? Would you be able to answer that? In a, would you be able to articulate that in a clear way that produces life and passion inside of you? If you're struggling with it, here are a couple of practical questions. I'd love you to uh, spend a bit of time working through them, maybe work through them with your team. But I believe these questions can help you shape that vision for your life. One, what are your favorite scriptures and why? Do you know the things God highlights often carry the seeds of his vision and plan for your life? Number two, what are your spiritual gifts? The gifts God has given you are the key to unlocking his vision and plans for your life. Number three, what prophetic words have been spoken over your life? I guarantee there's secrets hidden in those prophetic words which can help you discover his purpose and plan. And then number four, what 
doing what type of job is it that you love? What do you love doing? What is your passion? Because remember, he gives grace in terms of his plan and gifting. And the very things that we love often reveal God's purpose and plans in our heart. I hope those questions are helpful. I hope that you'll spend a little bit of time digging, clarifying, finding God's vision for your life. Because remember, for lack of vision, people perish. This is a crucial element of self-leadership and I hope that you will grow in it. That's it for today. Hope to catch you again next week. God bless and bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.